0: Well, good morning and welcome to another daily devotion from Holy Trinity. And we're in the book of Ezra, and we're following this amazing story. And in chapter eight, we get to the description of how Ezra, um, the priest or the scribe, uh, prepares the people of God to return with him from Babylon to Jerusalem. And Ezra 8 contains a lot of names, and I'm not going to read them all, but it's the list of the of the families and the heads of the families and the numbers of the people that returned from him. So I'll read the first few verses of chapter eight and then jump uh, to the end of the list, but do read it if you would like to. So from Ezra, chapter eight, verse one. These are the family heads and those registered with them who came up with me from Babylon during the reign of King Artaxerxes. I assembled them at the canal that flows uh, toward Ahava, and we camped there three days. When I checked among the people and the priests, I found known Levites there. So I summoned Eliezer, Ariel, Shemiah, Elnathan, Jareth, Elnathan, Nathan, Zechariah, and Meshulam, who were the leaders, and Jehorab and Elnathan, who were the men of learning, and I ordered them to go to Ido, the leader of Cassiphia. I told them what to say to Ido and his fellow Levites, the temple servants. In Caesarea, so that they might bring attendi- attendance to us for the house of our God, because the gracious hand of our God was on us. They brought us Shurabiah, a capable man from the descendants of Mahali, son of Levi, the son of Israel, and Shurabiah's sons and brothers, 18 in all, and Hashabiah together with Jashiah from the descendants of Moriah and his brothers and nephews, 20 in all. They also brought 220 of the of the temple servants a body that david and the officials had established to assist the levites all were registered by name thereby i have a canal i proclaimed a fast so that we might humble ourselves before our god and ask him for a safe journey and for us and our children with all our possessions i was ashamed to ask the king for soldiers and horsemen to protect us from enemies on the road because we had told the king The gracious hand of our God is on everyone who looks to him, but his great anger is against those who forsake him. So we fasted and petitioned our God about this, and he answered our prayer. I love taking these stories and trying to connect them with our lives today. And so we're in a place at the moment where we're preparing, as it were, to begin to open up the church buildings and begin to think about what corporate life as a church could look like as the lockdown eases. And here's some principles in this passage to guide us as we begin to imagine what we're doing, because here's Ezra and he's preparing to go from Babylon to Jerusalem. And you can see behind this story that he's got in his mind, what will we need? What 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 what's God's call on us? Well, our call is to rebuild the temple, and if we've rebuilt the temple, we're going to need Levites because they're the only ones who, under God's law, are allowed to serve in the in the sacrificial system within within the temple. We're going to need temple assi- attendants, and so he he has this vision in his mind, and he has that in the background as he begins to call the people to return to Jerusalem with him. So here's three principles for us to. Uh, to think about as we think about rebuilding and reestablishing our corporate life as a church and the mission that God's called us to. The first one's community. I didn't read out all of the names of the people, but as people, as the Israelites had heard this when they were reading the book of Ezra, they would have realized, oh, wasn't God faithful in taking all those people through the experience of exile and returning them back to Jerusalem? In our time of lockdown, I wonder who's going to return? Who's going to continue on following Christ? Who's going to be part of Holy Trinity as we go forward? So the first principle is community. Who do we need to connect with? Who do we need to keep including within our church family? So that when the time is for us to reestablish all that we long to do, that actually we, we see they're there with us. They've come with us, they've come with us back into what God's calling us to. Maybe today God might just give you a name and a prompt as to who to get in touch with, who to include, who to build into the community of the family of Holy Trinity. The second one is calling. Those Levites and Temple attendants, they were going to be needed. And as we go forward, uh, we're going to need God's people to step up in all kinds of different ways, in fresh ways, as we begin to see opportunities for mission and ministry uh, that we can't do at the moment. And so don't don't forget your calling. I spoke about it on Sunday evening if you want to look at that uh, sermon and, 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 and watch that as part of a response to today's devotion. But in this time of lockdown, it's really easy to lose our sense of identity as somebody following Christ and being called by him. That calling at the moment might be within our families, within our workplaces, within caring for those who are vulnerable. And into the future, there will be a fresh opportunity for us to express our calling in Christian mission and ministry, even beyond what we've got, we're have we able to do at the moment. So try to connect with a sense of, Lord, what are you calling me to do now? And Lord, what, what's your call in the future? What dreams might you give me? What imagination might you release in me for what I might be able to do in your service. And the last part is consecration, that they humble themselves and they fast in order to depend on God for safety and provision as they journey from Jerusalem, uh, from Babylon to Jerusalem. And I'm really interested that what God's enabling us to do before we go back into corporate worship and and mission and ministry, is he's opening the church buildings for prayer. We're gonna have a few days of consecration as a church where we're going to invite people to to gather in the church building for private prayer and to pray for themselves and to pray for the church and uh, and the future. This I think is, is something that God's just giving us as it's a requirement of lockdown that we can only use the buildings for private prayer. But I think he's saying, start your rebuilding in prayer. Start your journey into all that I'm calling you to again in prayer. And that's what Ezra did with his people so I'd really encourage you to to be a person of prayer consistently in your own personal life and as we get the opportunity to use the building for prayer to take time to, to go there as an act of faith and to consecrate yourself and to seek God on behalf of yourself and the church so let's pray now Father I thank you so much that you are a God who leads your people through really tough circumstances. You did it for your people, Israel. You're doing it for us now. I pray, Lord, that you would carry us through this. If there's anyone that you're calling us to connect with, to ensure that they travel well with us through this time, prompt us to make that contact. Lord, set hope in our hearts for your call upon our lives, what you want to do in us and through us during this time in the future. And Lord, keep us dependent on you, consecrated to you, seeking after you in all that we're Uh, called to do, that we would be those who are led by the Spirit and that we're allowing you to lead us forward rather than just making our own plans. For your glory's sake. Amen.